Dad Pod. This is a video thing as well. have a name. Podcast. Midlife Crisis. Howdy Daddy. Midlife Crisis. Dadcast. That's not bad, actually. All right, you're very welcome along to uh, this episode of Dadcast number 40 something. A bit like us now. Hey. Except me. Well, you are really. No, I'm not. Spiritually, I'm, physically, I'm really not. mentally. Physically, physically yes. <laughs> yes. Mentally, most <coughs> definitely at the moment. Uh, mentally, he's still in his teens. Spir- well, spiritually, at times. Yeah. Um, so, Adrian's not here, but Dave is here. Nathan is here. Did we threaten to Skype in, Adrian? We did, but like, he's on holidays. I know. It's very long holidays. <laughs> like, it's the 16th. Well, you're his boss. He's so. been gone since the 13th. It's like, uh, it's a long time off, isn't it? Don't even notice this now. Well, I mean, I, I mean like there is, it, it, there is that balance of it's great to get along. Period Sorry, of time off. He's been off since the thirteenth. Yeah, Friday. He's not, and he's Friday. not coming back until like the seventh of oh, January right. or whatever. Really? Yeah. How do you let that slide? I know. Uh, not. I mean, look, I'm. He just I, I the box. I don't like around these things, Dave, you know? Was there no three-week holidays when I worked here? There probably really? was. <laughs> there were certainly three weeks when you didn't appear in the office. <laughs> Whether they were holidays or not, it's an entirely different question. Uh, anyway, that's too boring. How is, um, how is being a dad going in this uh, episode of Dadcast? A lot, a lot of people have been giving out to us for not enough regular episodes. That's because Nathan changed his work week and no longer works Fridays. Essentially, it's his fault. So he, we're going to record them on Mondays. And I hope to have it up by Tuesdays into the new year, if we're going to continue. Yeah. Dave thinks we need to have a conversation about whether or not we should continue. A grown-up conversation. Yeah. Well, I, I just think everything needs to be discussed. Ooh. But obviously, regular episodes will go a long way <laughs> to convincing the protagonists that it's something that should be persisted with. Do we all? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Like a marriage. So you know, if we're all if we're willing to commit to each other, once a week is fine. Uh, Any less uh, than once a week, and everybody starts to get angry. Once a week is absolutely fine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm not looking for any more or less than that. <laughs> any more would be too much. What would you do? <laughs> but yeah, the world of uh, being a dad is is grand. Yeah, we're looking forward to Christmas. I think. Um, and everything that goes with it. So occasionally we swear too much in this podcast and you realise that that's not right, the right thing to do because you're listening to other podcasts with your kids and somebody starts swearing and you're like, ooh, that's what, I, that's what it sounds like when we do it. And my yeah. kids are going, what? Why did he? What? what does that mean, Dad? Or, oh, they're very excited now when they hear bad words. <clears throat> so New Year's resolution, we're going to try and stop that. Adrian's not here. He's the chief consumer. Chief... I made a resolution when my eldest was born that I would tie things up on the foul language front. It didn't work. The worst profanities I've definitely, they've almost been clear, like the really bad ones. You don't drop the C-bomb anymore? Never. Almost. Like the F-bomb is, like it's just far too I just mean on the podcasts, right? So I guess the reason I'm talking about this is because that we can also have a conversation that's going to be safe for people to listen to with their kids. Yeah, well, I, th- I think if you stop doing it, Christmas episode. immediately 90% plus of the amount of swear words in this podcast will have been well, look, removed from the equation. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, let's all make a pact. Dadcast 2020, there will be no expletives. And that this is going to be safe to listen to. That Does SH1T count? No, I think it's fine. Um, <laughs> let's go through the list from top to bottom. <laughs> we, we got our first elf on the shelf. 
it was great excitement, like unbelievable <clears throat> levels of excitement, which I was very surprised about. And uh, it's been, everybody's complained about it on Twitter. You see the, oh, oh this is terrible, oh, I can't believe I have to do the thing. And it's like, why are they complaining about it? What are they, what's the reasons for the complaints? Um, because the elf is up to mischief every night. <clears throat> All the time. Every night the elf is up to Do you have one? Yeah. Yeah. And so, the, you know, so the elf is up to mischief and everybody complains about the fact the elf gets up to mischief every night. There's like a, a commitment. A different kind of mischief. There's a commitment level involved. Oh, no, there on is. The part. Yeah. Well, well we, <laughs> things kind of fell off a little for two or three days. But I had to come up with a reason for that, that he had just been so bad, so bold that I basically laid down the law to him and said, look, you've just got up to so much over the last three days. For the next two days, you have to stay exactly where you are and don't move. Right. Because there were questions been asked as to why he was in the same place when uh, he had come back down. But the fact, the reason in our house was because things had just started getting out of hand. He walked in one day and he had his head in a bag of crisps. Right. He's in, his appetite is insatiable. Right. And then another morning, the lads so came down. bag of crisps empty. Yes. Right, very good. The other morning, the la- one of the lads came downstairs and they, they love these uh, cereal bars, these breakfast bars they eat every morning. There was about 15 of them all over the whole floor and he had one of them in his hand right. with the wrapper off. Right, I thought you were going to say he'd eaten the whole 15. No, no, they were, he, w- he would have got through the rest of them now if we hadn't got up at the time. This is our first year of having it. I actually think it's a great thing. Doesn't really doesn't really stop them being assholes. Uh, like it hasn't. Oh, uh, is that the is that is that what the, the elf, elf is meant to do? The elf reports yeah. back. Do you not read the book oh, you got I'm with us? No, I think we got some. I think we have another <laughs> <laughs> We have a rogue, a really rogue elf. Okay, right. Well, uh, yeah. So the elf reports back every night to the North Pole, spying on you, a bit like your Alexa, uh, listening to everything you say, holding it, and then serving you ads for those things that you're like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Uh, just like that, the elf's going to deliver presents that you want. Mm. The influence of the elf in that regard has waned significantly in 2019. Yeah. Well, I wish I knew that, because the, the elf has had too. no influence. And the elf, has been, the elf was baking the other night. Right. Made a right bloody mess. Nightmare. The elf raided the advent calendars. Kids came down. Elf had had the sweets. If anybody raided the advent calendars in our house, there would be death. We would be dead. They would just kill us. They would butcher us. You would find them grown up like that that documentary about the kids, kids in, in the basement. <laughs> well, not no, not in the basement. The ones who like live their lives through movies that they watch. What was that? There was no parents. It was a New York documentary a couple of years back. They like they watched three or four movies and they basically anyway. Right, this really happened. Yes, Nathan, I have a cultural hinterland that occasionally means I watch things. Anyway, uh, yeah, we have a Lego one. A Lego advent calendar. Oh, yeah. yeah so better than sweets. Lego to be built. Oh, way better. Right. New piece of Lego to be built every morning. And um, it's, it's forced them to share in a way that I've never seen before. Like, they know, they get the alternate day system. Oh, there's one So each calendar. guy wakes up in the morning and he knows it's his day. Uh. <clears throat> and the other guy, now, one of the last things he'll say before falling asleep is, oh, it's, it's his day tomorrow. Okay. And it's worked brilliantly that way. Like, it might only just be a figure, but um, it's a huge, big box, and you've got the, however, what, how many dates in the advent calendar? 24, Dave. 24. 24. Yeah, stands yeah, to reason. And um, one of them gets to build something new every second day. It's great, it, and it has been great. 
We should have done that because we have a Lego one and we have a chocolate one. Right. So one gets the Lego one day and one gets the chocolate. Okay. You should have shared the Lego. Should have just shared the That's Lego. That's a good idea. Yeah. You don't want them eating chocolate before the breakfast either, do you? Oh, no. They have it after dinner. They don't open until after dinner. They get home so they open in the morning. They have to hold off and eat no, until after No, they don't open in the morning. They, they, the advent calendar gets opened after dinner. Oh, okay. Because you know it's chocolate. Right. <laughs> Ours is done first thing it's not in the that much of a secret. And, a, <laughs> and a, they, the they Mars Adlan Calder has a bit of chocolate. Um, yeah, so that I think we'll definitely get one for next year as well. Um, have you been to see Santa? I think they've been to see Santa three times. We didn't. We didn't. We normally would have gone to like the one in Tullow, and or there was another one that we would have gone to. So we're due to see one on Monday, so the Monday before Christmas, Monday afternoon. And obviously I'll be at work, so they'll be going without me. But um. No, I'll be there. Uh, we left it very late because it was the only place we could get in. <laughs> Where are you going? Malak Castle, I think. Ah, yeah, we went there last year. Very nice. Yeah. You, other places you don't have to book. Newbridge House. Newbridge House. That's where we're oh, heading there, there this weekend, I think. Right. Um, for their fourth Santa. Right. But, um, <laughs> like, uh, because obviously Santa, busy, gets around to the schools and things like that, so oh, I right. to run into them no. at times like that as well. Only the Protestant so, schools, it turns out. So are you going to... Actually, weirdly, so we went to, we went to meet Santa in the GPO. Right. And, uh, Is there one? In the GPO, yeah. Right. It's a nice little place in the courtyard in the GPO. And you get to do a tour of the GPO, which it turns out for children is not very interesting. Okay, yeah. Uh, just a lot of signs about 1916, yeah. basically. I'd imagined in my head it was going to be a bit cooler than it actually was, but actually the Santa experience. But it turned out Santa was very familiar with us. All right. He knew our house very well. A listener to... Um, no, not a listener. Actually... A neighbour. Uh, yes. Right. <laughs> I think. But it was... Uh, despite me staring into Santa's eyes to try and <laughs> figure things out, I couldn't quite nail it. Right. So I'm still unsure as to exactly... Right. right. Wow. But he'd... Uh, he, knew, he knew this... He'd been to the kids' school. Okay. So I'm thinking maybe that's where it came from. Which was great to the kids. Um, I'm sure the kids are amazed. Delighted that Santa knew so much about them. You're a little bit freaked out. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they, but Santa does know everything about them. There's no reason for the kids to be amazed by that. He has well, all, when he it has actually happens, but no. But these everybody knows these are just little helper Santas. Like, yeah, they're assistant Santas who yeah. also report back to the big dude. But um, I wonder, is four in one Christmas cycle too many? We shall see. Have you paid to go and see... F- this one, and this weekend, is the first one okay, that we've actually okay. pre-booked. There was a great one in... Um, there are free shopping centres and swords. <coughs> there's a lovely little Christmas centre out there. Yeah, shopping centres and... Um, there was the one in the GA club. There might have been one. There, uh, at their and their you GA. get a present. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Santa came to the GA club as well. Right. Selection boxes, selection boxes for everyone. Out. Right. I mean, there's only so many more of the kids' selection boxes I can eat. <laughs> right. I'm like, why are you crying? You ate the crunchy yourself. Of course, you're not remember eating the crunchy. You definitely ate the crunchy. You ate, I, I saw you eating the crunchy. Now stop, give me out. Go upstairs. <laughs> but if, if any more arrived, Jared, it's a challenge you're willing to take on. No, it's not. I, I mean, it, I was doing so well for like at least three or four Just weeks. Just eating the fudges because nobody else will eat them. <laughs> so we don't have the stockpile of fudge by the end of Christmas. I like them. <laughs> I know you do just eat shit that you don't really like that much over this uh, period of time. Yeah, well, the, like the gloves are off in December. You just I've once I get to mid December, I just don't care anymore. What I'll just eat whatever's going. 
Well done. You survived like 50 weeks of the year before getting to that. So oh, Gilmore are like two days. <laughs> <laughs> January 2nd. Ah, next year. <laughs> this year is going to be different. Uh, we've signed up to swim a mile. And then I'm going to do the full Over the course of the year. Full, full triathlon. Full oh, yeah. triathlon. Yeah. We'll do Are Operation you? Fat Bastard, me and you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's now or never. <laughs> it's we're, literally now or never. Like, this is a terrible time of the year because we're one step away from literally our kids going, you can be Santa soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my little one doesn't realise that. The older two at least appreciate that they're abusing me when they pat my belly and I don't really like it. But the, the, little, the little one, he's like, wow, look at the size of that. <laughs> Smack, smack, smack. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes such a, a lovely sound. <laughs> so, yeah, it's now or never, really. It's like. Uh, so, you are, you're doing a sprint triathlon in 2020? Yeah. You signed up for it? Uh, well, I'm just picking dates at the moment because um, we book holidays, actually. Right. Um, I had a bit of a disaster booking holidays, which I'll explain in a minute. Not really that much of a disaster. Uh, yeah, so there's either one in Galway or. One later on, but I'm going to miss so your home town, town as well, isn't there? No, but it's that, yeah. So that's the June Bank Holiday weekend, which I had booked off because I was going to go to the Champions League final. Because so I booked flights to the Champions League final, and then uh, my wife booked a holiday, and it's the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I was like, <clears throat> I didn't realize it for about three days. I, I was know. like, oh, this is great. We're going camping in France. Where's the Champions League final? You're going to just shoot off to... Where is it, Istanbul? It's in Istanbul. Oh, God. Well, I can't... I, I have to try and rearrange or change things. Maybe UEFA would move it a week forward or a week back. <laughs> okay, that is a bit of a disaster in relative terms, all right. And that's the same weekend as the Triath High, so... Um, okay. Well, in fairness, right. you couldn't have predicted that you would have actually organised your holidays. I know. I know. Like, or had, that I would have booked flights nine months out in advance for Istanbul. Well, fair play to you for your intentions. Did you book your holiday yet? No, I have no money, so I can't afford it. I'm finishing off my extension and the bank have been abs. I won't name the bank. Yes. Though I'm threatening it. <laughs> Go on. I just have, won't give me the money for my extension. Because for my loan. they don't believe that you've actually done the I work. I don't know, they're just a nightmare to deal with. Never get an extension is my advice. Well, we got one. Now the extension's built, it's great. Yeah. Are you Just back in? Just a very angry builder. Are you back in the house? Yes. Oh, you haven't paid the builder yet? I haven't paid the builder. Ooh, it's getting very angry. It's coming towards Christmas. Wouldn't like that. Yeah. Um, and the price is going edging up. All those dad cast listeners. Everyone's booking their holidays now. I'm getting <coughs> DMs and probably two of them a week. Going, what was the name of that place? It's going to be an uncomfortable holiday for me at this stage. Are you kidding? <laughs> You're already booked in. Are you for the Not next yet? Session? No, but I've, uh, I know when I want to go. <laughs> So right. now, we're, we keep talking about getting ours done and we just haven't done it yet. It's very hard to know if you're going to be available. Sport is unpredictable. Uh, well, you can just book it off now, can't you? And say, well, I'm getting... Uh, my no, plan is to not, go not come me, back Not for me anyway, anymore, really. You're going to have to do the work when it's there. You can't just... Is there not like two early GA games you can say, look, I'm, can you not give me those two? Yeah, that'll be... The biggest thing about the booking of the holiday is that I'm I'm just not 100% comfortable yet. I'm sure I will get there. that much time with my family. With taking them out of school. Ah, really? Like, everybody does it, don't they? Or do they? I mean, I suppose I just gave the game away. <laughs> <laughs> my children are in secondary school, so it's fine that we're going on holidays in June. <laughs> my mother, who's a, a staunch educationist, is listening to this. Yeah, like, I'm told everyone does it, and I know... 
personally loads of parents that do do it and there seems Bend to be them. no long term repercussions. Quite, quite frowned upon. Is it, how frowned upon is it though? Well, so look, I think in uh, junior infants you should go for it because it turns out they okay. don't do anything. So like we are junior, junior infants. Junior and senior infants, absolutely. That's like, again, if there's one piece of advice, uh, not that much has happened in a junior infants for the last three or four weeks. And they'll any, be back. They'll be back for the last two to three weeks mm. of the term as well. well yeah, I think even by even most of the classes, by the time it gets to the end of May, are sort of cruising, wind down. Okay, especially from a teacher's perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding, my wife won't even be there. So, but the price is doubling and trebling. Otherwise, with you, mean? <laughs> we're all off. Uh, yeah, the price is doubling and trebling. Another one piece: uh, a friend of mine goes to holiday in England for those two weeks that Irish schools are off and the English schools aren't, and it's um, not a bad. Like Cornwall, apparently, is very nice down around that part of um, England, and not that busy for that until obviously the Brit schools get off, and then yeah. suddenly it's uh, swarmed. Well, we, need to, we need to get it done anyway, but look, let's get Christmas out of the way first. And how is Christmas? Are you cooking? Are you uh, inviting people around? No. Is there responsibilities? No, like we've, for the last few years now, we've been able to cling to the fact that we have very young children and our hands are full and we couldn't possibly be expected to host or handle Christmas dinner. Um, but I think we're running out of those excuses at this stage. They're three and five now. They don't take much managing. So I think at over the, some stage over the next couple of years, we're definitely going to have to step up. But for the moment, we'll be um, with, with her folks on, the, on the Christmas morning and my folks on, on Christmas Day, Christmas afternoon. The, how I, are you getting away with not cooking? What? Sorry, how did I miss that? What? How are you? Well, we just aren't hosting. Right. Why not? So, well, but like, it's just been the way for right, okay. quite a long time. Kids are old enough now. We, gotta... we hosted what Christmas one year um, when we were expecting our first. Since then, everybody thought, ah, oh, look, kids are too young. But we, they, we, you, you mentioned extensions there. We didn't have ours built at the time and the house was jammed, eating in the, in the living room sort of thing. Yeah. Had to move the table and we weren't equipped for it. Um, we didn't even do turkey. We did like stuffed chicken of some description. That's which why you haven't done very well. Haven't asked back. Told. But uh, I still get abuse so that's from some of my friends that we didn't have turkey on Christmas Day and maybe rightly so. But you know, this year again we will be in my folks. But like, yeah, we are definitely getting closer to having to, to host. But um, there's, there'll be many years ahead where we will be hosting, won't there? There's no point. Kind of I don't want to go to early. other people's houses now. Like, no. Even to your own folks, I know. I just want to be in my own house. So how many of you will you be having around? This year we will not, we won't have many actually. It'll just be my parents and my sister. So it'll be grand. Sometimes we've had. So there'll be eight of you. We've had the other side as well, so there might be like 11 or 12. And who does uh, the cooking? Uh, I usually do the ham, and my wife does the rest of it with her mother. We do the veg. Okay, so, so I want to add to my repertoire. The, like the ham is, the the ham is a bit easy. <coughs> ham is a bit straightforward, you know. Uh, ham is like, boil the shit out of it, yeah. bake it. Add a little <laughs> bit of flavour, put some nice mustardy stuff on top, in you go again, yeah. boom, eat it for the next week. Yeah. So I need, I need to... I was listening to Gary, Gary O'Hanlon this morning, that thing he was talking about. Oh, I'd, love, I'd love to have something that when people come over, they're like, whoa, I've never seen this before, bloody hell, this is good. Yeah. Like, you know, the sort of beef Wellington type thing, except not Anything boss. pastry related. Mm, they're, they're hard. But, um, and easily to screw, easy to screw up. I make chicken liver pate, it's amazing. Oh yeah? It's really easy as well. It's, I, I kind of... What comp- goes into chicken liver? Chicken liver, a bit Oof. of brandy, um, you flambe the brandy, you don't cook it for too long. So, uh, uh, chicken liver is sinewy, which you don't want in your thing. But actually, if you blitz the shit out of it and then push it through a sieve, 
that takes it because I was cutting out the livers there, so there's blood all over the place. It was a, a long involved process. It turns out that was kids a were loving it. Well, <laughs> why make chicken liver patty? It seems like a lot of effort. Go to Marks and Spencer's. Small part of the day. Well, because it's absolutely <coughs> amazing. <coughs> home yeah, but like, so is the patty you get in the shop. No, this is nicer. That's the point. It's like a but nicer for what though? For the two or three pieces of French toast or brown bread you're eating it with. Yeah, Seems like a lot of effort. It's your starter. And you're probably going around telling people all day about, oh, did you try the chicken liver pate It's the starter, so everybody has to try it. <laughs> Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> what do we talk about at the top of the show? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Getting to January 2nd and breaking all your resolutions. <laughs> the, the biggest issue I have at Christmas is the soulless, hollow process of present opening. Amongst the little people. What? The What's soulless about it? Because wrappers just get ripped the off rabbit. and... The Santa wrap presents? Yeah, he does. Santa wrap presents? <coughs> well, it depends on which ones they are. He, oh. he gets lazy with some of them. But. We, had, we had a big falling out a couple of Christmases ago when it emerged that Santa doesn't wrap presents. Mm. All my life, Santa had always wrapped presents. However, very quickly I realised the error of my ways... And Santa not wrapping presents is the best decision Santa has ever made in Santa's life. Well, some items that Santa delivers are bigger than others. But it doesn't matter. You can forgive him for not wrapping certain things. Well, it turns out he doesn't, he he is a consistent man. If there's nothing else, Santa is a consistent man. And because he wraps nothing, there's no wrapping paper and there's none of your soullessness. Well, a lot of the presents that require wrapping paper would be from like grandparents and uncles and aunties and... Do you, do you spread out the bring. presents? We so. try to, yeah. And like I've, this year now, I've kind of said, look, can you just get one thing between the group of you? Because it, there were years where I was just looking at it. And I was sitting in the corner, just tutting away to myself. I know, going, yeah. Quietly judging. This is just a, a disgrace to like... And look, it, it kills me that I know on that morning there will be kids that have nothing to open. And I'm look, watching my two tear the wrapping paper off and not caring. having a little look at what it is and then just, right, where's the next present? Mm. And I hate to see it. It breaks my heart to see that. Um, it happens on birthdays as well. Um, one of the birthday parties one of our lads has been at, in the WhatsApp message that the parents sent round inviting people to the birthday party, which I think is a great way to do it as well, because there's none of this handing out invitations in the schoolyard where some kids get them and some kids don't. But they all said, no present required. If everyone can just give um, the birthday girl a five euro and we're going to buy something like substantial that she will use and <clears throat> be happy to have for quite some time as opposed to 20 parents turning up with 20 presents. Oh yeah, five and a card. Just, yeah, exactly, five and a card exactly. that is the way to go. So we're trying to streamline the process this time around for the present that, that they're getting from relations and I think that will make it a bit better. Most of mine on my wife's side, it's just clothes. It's like what, what so like, and functional clothes. Yeah. Uh, and that's... Yeah, I don't mind that because like Santa brings them enough stuff. Yeah, they should, as you say, like there's nothing more frustrating than on Christmas morning. Santa's come, giving them everything they wanted, and they're looking around at the grandparents, going, "What, what, time, what time am I getting? Yeah, when are you going to give me all that stuff that I personally requested? And I was in Smith's when you bought it, and I've just been thinking about this. Like that's why they literally go to bed and are like totting up either side. Santa stuff. If I get that from Santa, I can get this from the granny. And, and yeah. I'm, I'm, Santa's I'm, had a bit of a panic over the last <coughs> few days, though. Right. So I've heard. Something's missing. Whew. Santa's had quite a panic. What, what's Santa looking to, to um, build in the... The, the old Lego Ninjago. Santa was um, apparently running low on the North Pole. Right. But um, 
apparently he luckily made a diversion to London. And, right. Uh, Holy shit. It's great that he has open lines of communication to you guys this late in the day because you can appreciate how busy he is. I've, I, oh, I'm on the phone to him all the time getting to ring to say you're on the naughty list. I didn't tell you that, did I? <laughs> There's a there's a there's an app you can get. Yeah, a couple of friends of mine have used it. You can upload photographs and everything, and it's like, uh, I hear you've been on the naughty list. So, uh, like a cruel and how many times punishment. have you used it? Only once. You can only use it once. But like, I don't know. If, I don't know how much it worked. It worked a little bit. In fairness, for like, how long? Well, nothing is sustainable. Well, if it gives you eight minutes, that's well, as much <laughs> as you could ever hope for. There was a couple of weeks ago where it was just everything was bad all the time, and since then things have improved. Okay. But that is just a phase. That is just a phase. We talked about this before. Going to get podcast. bad again, Jer. No, they no. will. They will. But at least we have, at least we have some memory to sustain us. That this is not a forever thing. That there are moments where there's kindness and hugs, as opposed to just constant screaming and battering. And that's them, obviously, doing the battering <laughs> of each other, as opposed to <laughs> the constant screaming and battering. Is I'm not developing an ability to deal with it as the years go by. No, it's true, isn't it? My experience and practice is not standing to me when it comes to building a force field around myself that will not cause me not to blow my top. Why is that? Why is it not getting easier to handle? You probably need a bit of counselling. <laughs> Why won't they just listen, Dave? I'm not... I just like... stop fighting with each other, oh my please. Kicking. Please just stop fighting. And stop fighting over the same toy. <laughs> not going to work. It's not going to work. Like, and they'll pick up something they have not played with in a year. Do they scream? Do, do they scream at each other? <coughs> our middle, there's our a lot of child, shouting. Our middle child has a weird, amazing scream, which is like, it's like unbelievable. The whole building reverberates from it. <laughs> Sometimes while she's doing it, I just ignore it for a while. And then other times I'm just, I'm laughing because it's like incredible. And then other times I'm raging at it and... But the screams and no matter how loud something is, the, the little infighting and the bickering, I can, I've definitely developed an ability just to completely tune that out. I, it's something my wife hasn't developed yet, but we could be in a car and I, um, I could go on for an hour in the back <clears throat> and I wouldn't, it would not bother me. I'm able to tune it out 100%, but it's the fighting. It's the robbing toys off each other. The someone punching. walks up and snatches something off someone and then th- there's a slap and then there's a kick. Oh, I just wish it would stop. The ability to blank them out is incredible. I was in Galway on Saturday at the Connacht game and I dropped the kids from my parents while I was at the match, so we drove back to Dublin and it was you know, six, half six, dark, driving on the motorway. I was bloody wrecked. Are you trying to keep them about, awake? I'm trying to keep myself awake. It was like minus eight at the match. Then you're back in the warm car. My eyes are going. I'm like, right, I'm going to pull in. I'm actually, for once in my life, I'm going to do the right thing here. So I pulled in at the service station, let alone two lads in the back. I was like, I'm just going to close my eyes here for 10 minutes. Sat in the car. Two lads are like, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What is happening? What are you doing? What are you doing? They're like, Get out and get me some sweets or something, and then maybe, maybe we might give you some pizza. I was like, I was just so tired. I'm like, but that's fair. That's like, a fair request. I was like, I don't part. care. And somehow, despite the two of them bitching and moaning in the back, I sat there with my eyes closed, a little bit of drool. I was like, coming down here. I like. Did you I fall had, asleep? Had ten minutes sleep. Got up, walked outside, got myself a bottle of water. Happy days, yeah. And actually, found myself in good form for the rest of the trip home, right. having previously been like, I'm going to kill someone. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Fair play to you. That I've is the ne- right thing to do, obviously. Yeah. First time, it's like a definite sign of... Um, that's one of the clear signs of ageing because I could never understand... The naps like, or the benefit of them. I like, you know, my dad, when he'd be driving, you know, get ti- 
Like when I was younger, I could drive for like six hours straight and it'd be like, not a bother. What's the big deal? Whereas now it's like, oh, so many lights on the road in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they all going? <laughs> I'm just going to blink for a second. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Like, just, just, oh, Jesus. I've driven down in the middle of winter with all four windows oh. open. <laughs> As keep like minus, <laughs> minus three degrees oh, in the yeah. car, oh, thinking, yeah. like, I'll just freeze myself awake here. <laughs> it kind of I works. did that. I did that. It was, it was like, minus two yeah. on the dash. And I'm, like, putting down the, the lines. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And the sugar rush as well, is, is that's a great way for making sure that you can just keep going. Like, I've pulled into it. <laughs> there's been many times coming back from a GA match. And it's very late in, say, a Saturday evening, and I pulled into a garage, and I've got a 99, a bar of chocolate, a big bag of jellies, <laughs> and a can of Coke, and I've consumed it all in three and a half minutes. Yeah. And you're, like, absolutely wired at the wheel then for the next hour and a half. It does the job. Uh, did you give them your phone to watch for no, those ten nothing. minutes? What did they do? They, well, there was, so there was lights <clears throat> in the service station. So they managed to, again, they had nothing else to do. They managed to come up with some sort of a game around their match attacks where they had to guess who they were talking about or something. Okay, right. So, I don't know, I was asleep, it was great. Class. I did wake up and, you know, looked and there was a car either side with people <laughs> who were obviously looking going, what is this guy? <laughs> Fair play to you. It's, um, and yeah, you did, the verbals I've, I've managed to tune out, but it just, I can't, I just can't deal with the physical stuff. It's, and it, there's no sign of it abating. And I know they're only three and five, so this oh, is going to go get on worse for a long because they can time. do more damage now as they get older. Yeah, the yeah. damage starts to matter. So our middle one can still beat the crap out of our little one, but he is going to grow up and be able to beat her up. And I keep telling her this that like at some point this, this is going to yeah. flip. So stop being like he will remember this. Well, I should have mentioned that I put my tales of my nap online, and it turns out there's a secret world out there that lots of middle-aged men came yeah. back going, "Oh yeah, yeah, I often go for a drive. It's almost like going to the shop." Just pull in for a nap for half an hour. Right. While I'm going, returning home from wherever you've been, just pull in, have a little nap for half an hour and a nice little bit. Because it's, like, it's glorious. You'd need to do that from the start. Because if, if you go shopping and it takes 90 minutes round trip to do the shopping. So you're two hours. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're having an affair, yeah. You're like, yes. <laughs> me, me and my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> That's... Uh, a dad-to-be cast question. What sort of gift would a pregnant lady who has everything like for Christmas please help? Now, for some reason, I cut out the, um, maybe it was an anonymous person, and I actually, anyway, so I tweeted that. A night in a hotel with her best mate, not you, says Robert. That's the last thing she's looking for. Keith Cooney says uh, what this lad said. Uh, Pregnancy massage or baby moon hotel break, or both, can't go wrong. But then Catherine McCrowan says, spa stuff's a bit of a waste when pregnant in my opinion can't lie in belly can't use sauna steam room jacuzzi can't get manicures pedicures hair treatments cut colour etc would be better in my opinion instead sorry hair treatments cut colour etc would be better instead night away with a massive sleep in is gold or a photo shoot with the baby and the bump I think that would <clears throat> suffice for a woman pregnant or not if you have kids at home a night away without you possibly with their friend and Send them off for 24 hours. It's, uh, and with the lion, the lion being the absolute key. Do that. Yeah. The lion. I, the Whatever the present is, incorporate a lion. Christmas party <coughs> season, I didn't fully hold up my end of the bargain. Oh, no. I, I was a bit tired myself. I got up and made breakfast <laughs> and then went back to bed. And then the kids kept coming in. 
and that was that didn't go down well. No, you, I I definitely upheld my side of the bargain last weekend. What <coughs> what should the eleven thirty? Oh shit! <laughs> wow. Okay. And that was she. I know, Dave. We put his shame of her own volition. Right. Wow. Eleven thirty. It could have been one if that was what was required. Wow. Ten o'clock was the. I got ten o'clock the previous week. Oh, ten o'clock is a huge line. I mind I, you, I, then I had to drive the kids to gymnastics, oof. and last weekend I was like, "You made me drive to gymnastics last week, feeling the way you feel now." Like, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have been driving. Shouldn't not have been driving. <laughs> I, I, I went home from the Christmas party quite <coughs> early, so I didn't really need. I certainly didn't get one. Then I sort of returned the favour. I think nine o'clock. My wife made a terrible mistake. So once again, we're having a bloody nightmare with the baby, who's decided that two a.m. is a good, I'm wide awake sort of time. So my wife, or what? So baby wakes up half one on Friday night. I bring baby into the bed. I told my wife sleep in the spare room. No bother, because then at least the baby can be on one side of the bed. I'll be on the other. It's all grand. For some reason, my wife comes in to have a look just to see if the baby was in the bed. Like baby eyes are half on. Oh, like two hours of wide awake. I'm like, it's your own fault. Meant to do me. You screwed up here. This is on our way in. In from oh. the. <laughs> oh well, you know you, you're pissed. You can't carry responsible for your actions when you're pissed. <laughs> is there a way to manage the hyperactivity of Christmas Day? After they've got their presents and no everybody is as high as a kite. No chocolate. No chocolate until after lunch. Mm. No fizzy drinks. Nothing. And go for a run. Yeah, get them out of the house. You know, getting out of the house is key. There's gold miles all over the country. Or, or equivalents. There's, there's one at 11 o'clock when I'm thinking of this year, which might be, uh, get out, get that done, bring everybody, let them run around. Then they're going to be tired. And then there'll be the extra arrivals of people coming who'll have presents, so there'll be a second wave of that. Go to Mass. Yeah, the the elder guy was brought to Mass last year, and he's gone this year, he just doesn't know it yet. <clears throat> so we might do that, and I would like to get out for a walk at minimum, but the goal mile is definitely an option. You see, we also have to be places There's as one well. at St. Anne's Park at 11. See, 11, I think we're expected to be somewhere in around 11. It would have to, the getting out of the house will have to be done either in the afternoon or in the morning before mass. But I just want, I just don't want to be in a in the house dealing with the hyperactivity and the the containment and the sense that the walls are closing in when this is meant to be a really good family day. <laughs> it's meant to be this joyous day. <laughs> why am I sitting in the sitting room by myself? With the, why, why am I in the toilet for the fourth time with the door locked? <laughs> Yeah. Watching videos on YouTube. <laughs> Why am I doing this? That scene in uh, This Is 40 where she goes in and sniffs <clears> and goes, You haven't even had a shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're just here on your iPad. He's like, No, no, no. I, I just, it, was, it was quick. I can't even remember what the. I, I'm not even sure she says that, but there's definitely a. I don't smell anything. <laughs> it was a courtesy flush. <laughs> well, we've all, uh, we've all say, done the shop and I come home. You pull up into the outside the house. <laughs> Forty minutes later, <laughs> there's a knock on the window. I'm just what on the <laughs> just on the phone for work. <laughs> what are you doing out here? We saw you pull in 40 minutes ago. Uh, see, that's why I'm always I'm, like you drive in. You're like, I don't think anyone is. No, very sure nobody's seen me here. Just sit here for a little while. Yeah, I just I haven't checked my Twitter in at least 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or. I've definitely... God, I hope she's not listening to this. <laughs> I have definitely pulled in, 
gone to put the key in the front door, heard a row coming from, <laughs> from the car. The <laughs> <laughs> I got back into the car and driven away. <laughs> driven away? What? Oh, I forgot milk. <laughs> it's gone. No, don't, uh, <laughs> not for me. Uh, <laughs> not for me, pal. No, I don't. I don't fancy. I don't fancy walking into this SH1T show and never got caught. Until now, until I've just acknowledged the fact. I'm, now I'm. I'm sure I went back to the shop to get something I knew I'd forgotten. But I've definitely walked <laughs> away from the front door and just got back into hole. the car and just watched YouTube for. 20 minutes. Just forget something once and then you can always use that excuse. And like everybody knows, you're a bit bird-brained at this point of your life. Yeah, I'm definitely, I definitely never remember everything that I need, do need to remember. If there's a dad out there that has, can honestly claim that he hasn't walked up to the house and turned away, he's lying. What, uh, what are you buying your respective partners for Christmas? I don't, I'm in serious. I'm in a real bit of bother. It's the 16th of December <coughs> and... Um, I'm I'm in trouble on that count. And are you still at that, like, let's buy each other surprise stuff? Mm, yeah, like, yeah, I haven't asked for anything, and, and she hasn't asked for anything. Um, we because there are Chris Kindles going on in the background, and you could potentially have each other in that Chris Kindle. Oh, you can't. You know, no, there's a strict yeah. rule: no, yeah, no yeah. spouses. Yeah, we haven't. That rule does, I think, need to be introduced. Um, now, it's too late now, is it? This year, you've got you've got your wife. No, I don't. Kindle, right? Neither of us have each other this time around. Thankfully, it has happened in the past. Um, so it wasn't an issue for us this time, but I think for next year's Chris Kindle draw, we do need to. Im- yeah, yeah, that I know that's place. right. Yeah, seeding. But um, no, it's it'll be something. We get something small for each other, but I just, I just don't know what that's going to be. To be honest, I forgot who I got in the Chris Kindle, which was, didn't go down well. No, did everybody? Did, so my wife has had to go around. <laughs> has been secretly trying to figure out. But I, I've eventually got there. But the key Thank to it know. is the second it happens, you send yourself an email with who you have. You literally yeah, just bought it we were, that day. We were all out for dinner when it happened, so I, I kind of looked pissed. at it and went, yeah, move on my life. That. I was like, what the? No, I've fact, got into that habit. happened until... Uh, on a couple of occasions now, I've had to go down the road you did and upset everybody by trying to find out who I actually did have. But the first, first thing I do now, as soon as the draw is made, just with the phone out, email, you've got such and such, off you go. We do stocking as well, so there's... I haven't done that either. What's that? As in, like, you get someone drawn for you for their, a main present, and then somebody gets drawn for stocking as well. Oh, Chris Kindle stocking. Yeah. And what's the va- so? What's the value? I think it's a hundred lids for the main one, and it's Oof. forty or fifty for the stocking. Right. Wow. We just do fifty now for. Yeah, we just do fifty. Yeah. Bottle of whiskey. That'll, is that what you want? What can you get for fifty? No, nowadays, I don't. I don't right? really drink whiskey anymore. Um, what did I? I get a voucher for like, Fallon and Burn, and then go in and get cheese. Like it's nice. A nice olive oil. That's what you buy for somebody else? That's what I get. All right, okay. So got a nice, I got a wallet last year. I got this nice little wallet. You know one of those little snappy wallets? Yeah, it's very nice. But look, <coughs> it'll be grand. I've got, I've a got a lot of... subscription to a magazine. That's the type of stuff you get for it. It's like, like here's the... What do you want? Like, what do you want? I don't know. Like, this is the well, problem. I wish I, I wish I cared about something enough that I really wanted something. <laughs> but if you did, you'd just buy it at this stage of your life. Like, you're old now. Yeah. yeah. Genuinely, now, and... You know you're in a very fortunate and privileged position if you can say, I don't need anything. I would be absolutely happy if I, if I got nothing from anybody over Christmas. It would not bother me in the slightest. Just yeah. to be there around the family and everyone having a couple of drinks and the lads are having fun and there's some good stuff on the TV and the food is great and everything. That is all I want. I don't need anything. I definitely don't want anything. 
and I'm getting the new um, <laughs> I'm getting the new Under Armour backpack, a black one, the exact same as the one I currently have, it's just <laughs> just new. And my wife bought herself a pair of boots that I'm getting her that I I saw yesterday for the first time. She's like, do I have to wrap these? Yeah, I'm not. Normally, I would be in that position as regards what I am getting for her. She's told me what it is, and I just have to go in and actually get it. And even then, I don't even have to do that. Sometimes, sometimes it's just bought, and I'll write a nice card or something with it. But uh, this year, I I told the people involved in the Chris Kindle that I want you to spend X on the present, and then I want the rest just to make a <coughs> donation to whoever. I will do that though. You want proof of that, I Dave? Want proof. You want receipts? I, I, I want to receive. Absolutely, I want to receive. You want to make sure it's Dave McIntyre, not their name. Oh, well, not I don't care. Name. His no, name no, is no, on no. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you want I name. absolutely want a receipt, and not this person, not just to be skimping on. Yeah, I give it to some busker in town. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, but look, that's we're talking about adult presence here when we're really supposed to be talking about what it's like, what it's like to be dads. What should we be doing? This is what it's like <laughs> to be a dad. Suddenly, you don't even care about getting presents anymore. Yeah, I haven't cared for a while. To be honest. It is that thing, though, if you get to a stage where you're like... like what I, do you need, really? I just wanted that. I could just buy it myself. Yeah. And basically, it's all the same money it's coming from now anyways. Hey. <laughs> that's the... That's the... Yeah. Like, we're... Are we both taking money from our joint account to buy these presents? <laughs> yes, 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 of course we are. <laughs> I, uh, I've taken to bribing my kids to do stuff now, like, just to eat their dinner and go to bed. It's like 50 cents, basically. <laughs> oh, monetary oh, reward? Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. the, like... I, and nothing else is working. But once this is not going to this is not going to end well for them when they're old. Of a desperate man. Oh, I'm totally desperate. Yeah. But, I, but, but it's the thin end of the wedge. You've got a you've got a pocket full of money. Change exactly. Yeah, but so and that's what? why I, sometimes sometimes I'll find Rob it when back. they're asleep and take it back and give it to them again. So it's like an it's like you know never ending change. So they're not counting it. No, they're not putting they, it away anyway. So they can't but, count. But like that's one of the best things about those uh, birthday parties where everyone gives a fiver. Suddenly you've got twenty fivers in your house. <laughs> Which you need. <laughs> you, like, you always need a fiver. I mean, you always need a fiver for something. Or the occasional 50. Yeah. <laughs> but can you tell of, me... There's a lot of IOUs in the, uh, yeah. in the kids. But once you've bribed your kid once to eat, they then expect a bribe before they, every meal. They don't, because they've, they've, they've forgotten. I would, I, the moment. One piece of advice, again, don't show your five-year-old uh, Willy Wonka because she will turn into uh, Violet Beauregard. <laughs> it was like full 24 hours afterwards of screaming, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. Like... Literally, monkey see, monkey do. She got, she got the ghost of the golden egg, and uh, it's like fucking hell. It's a disaster. But the bribery, what are you going to do? And so we're talking a fifty cent piece here, are we, to eat their dinner? Sometimes four tens, sometimes <coughs> two tens, sometimes a full euro. The gold right. one. See, I don't think we need. Our, well, one of our lads is a great grubber, so it's never an issue. The other guy, if he gave him a winning lotto ticket, he wouldn't eat his dinner. He'd just go. Not, that's not enough. Nothing my, is going to get me to eat what's in front of me here. Kids have become very pale and skinny. <laughs> like I, again, was that gymnastics? I'm like, why are my children glowing <laughs> compared to all the rest? Oh, they're pale. They're like luminescent because all they eat is like the rice and plain pasta and cheese and like bread. So you, you never give them bread. And it's like, what? How did this happen? Sorry, your kids don't look healthy. No, they look pale. <clears throat> And which is a deficiency in what? Like any vegetables. <laughs> vegetables. <laughs> any fruit. Water. <laughs> but there are ways and means of getting fruit and veg into them. 
like, sorry, they'll eat, one of them will eat pineapple, one of them will eat blueberries. So, literally turning into a blueberry, literally turning into a pineapple. <laughs> like, just, we just ply our lads with bananas, right, and apples. So that, that and, and innocent smoothies, they go through a shed load of those. So you know they're getting fruit into them. They're very sugary, though, aren't they? Well, it's all, it, there's no added sugar. No, it's just, mm. Well, if you give them a load of fruit to eat, it's, there's sugar in it. I know, but, like, at least their digestive system is breaking it down slowly, whereas that's, like, straight into <laughs> mainlining the sugar. And, ah. But it's far better than them drinking, like, uh, concentrated juice drinks or fizzy drinks. And you're actually getting fruit into them. It's just pure fruit. The veg is a bit more difficult. There's a lot of mashing going on with vegetables. Um, they eat the mashed stuff. Miles look at it and go, I mean, I know what you've done there. <laughs> I can see it. I'm, I'm, so, like, I, pasta sauce without onion and garlic is grotesque. It's like, bleh, right? So, cut the onion up so small. It's barely... Yeah, still, they're still are like... I can see that. Pepper? Is that a pepper? I can see that. No, that's tomato sauce. That's just. The veg has to be blended. You have to blend it all together with the sauce. Maybe blending it. It's the only way to do it, really. They'll see, no matter how small that item, that morsel might be, they'll be able to pick it out. Princess and the pea style. style. Uh, Yeah, they're finding Uh, onions and they're finding peppers and they're finding, like, green beans. They're finding the the remnants of a green bean in there. They're going to be amazing restaurant critics with the ability to discern just precisely how much of every little (laughs) ingredient was actually in this amazing mufoie. Right. Happy Christmas, everybody. Happy Christmas. Anything else you want to get off your chest? No, we just... We're coming up with the same issues. Every... Week. Well, this was a whole new Christmas. Yeah, issue. I know. It just, I just want a solution to the fighting. You want inner calm yourself to be able to to deliver that to them, so that, like, maybe Dave, if you took a few <coughs> days for yourself every month, just go off, <laughs> relax, play a bit of golf. You know, maybe maybe that'd be for the best for everybody. I'm definitely shouting less. I'm definitely losing my temper less. But it's not. Cutting me up inside any less than it always has. It just drives me demented. Well, if you're if you're making progress, that's all you need, right? At least you're going the right direction. Yeah, maybe. I know it'll get better when they get older, a lot older. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, <laughs> <Will it? laughs> I thought it, I, I'm expecting this to get worse. Yeah. Like now it's now it's thirteen. They're not beating the heads off no, each other. No, but they might be, and it'll be moodier, and they'll yeah, start So they might still beat the heads off each other, but. Even worse, there'll be stuff going on that you don't even know about. Plus, they'll be smartphones, open hatred of you as well. Open hatred of you, yeah. Like all sorts of mental health issues that they won't discuss with you, and you're sitting there trying to figure out what's going on inside their head. At least now you know what's going on inside their head. They hate their younger brother. They're beating them over the head. Yeah, it's all out there. It's all very transparent. And also, I do take solace in the fact that when either of them tell me how much they hate me, I know they don't mean it. I dread the day. When they, when do they say it, that I know they mean it. <laughs> yeah. That must be a really awful place to be. Yeah, but they don't mean it even then, either. Oh, they must. When, but when a 14-year-old uh, says it to you. I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. real menace and real feeling. Yeah. An hour later, surely they've forgotten it. What? I doubt it. Or they've, like... Is okay, it? maybe when they get to the 25, they go, jeez, I was a bit of an asshole <laughs> when I was a teenager, wasn't I? <laughs> I think I guess when you get to fourteen, you're done with the flip. So now, at least when they tell you they hate you, an hour later they're like, "Oh, you're the greatest person who's ever lived." Yeah. When they get to fourteen, it's like, "I hate you," and two weeks later they talk to you again. Yeah, like we, yeah, they will tell me. 
the other guy will say, if I have to pull him up on something, yeah, well, I hate you. And then five minutes later, he'd be like, and it's not that he's showing any remorse. He's already forgotten about what had gone on five minutes prior to that. He's like, oh, I love you, daddy. You're the best daddy in the world. And I will say, whoa, whoa, Han, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Let's rewind here yeah. five minutes. Do you not remember you told me you hated me five minutes ago? I find that doesn't lead to any <clears throat> resolution in, in what I would hope. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, I did. Maybe I'll go back to that. Very <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> quickly gonna, the way you're going. <laughs> yeah, are you reminding me of it for a reason? Yeah. But if there, would, there would never be anybody else that you would allow in your life that told you what a waste of a human being you were with such regularity. I know, but you're responsible for making them, so it's your fault. <laughs> but it's, there's only so many times you can hear that being said to you. Do you know how much I hate you? Like, It turns hum- out I do because you tell me repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. I've, I do often suggest I'm going to live elsewhere, and that... That definitely elicits a response. Well, they're like, you already spent half the day outside the front door, Dad, so what's the difference? <laughs> we, saw, we saw the car pull yeah. up two, two hours ago. <laughs> right, on that note, a happy Christmas, and uh, this is probably our last one of the new year. Is it the last time we're all going to be together? Uh, uh, yeah. Arguably. Back yeah. in January. Are you in yeah. Monday? Certainly not. Uh, Didn't Adrian Barry on it. Right. Well, then, well, then we're done. For 2019, we are done. Yeah. So, dadcast at offtheball.com for uh, all of your emails. And uh, thanks very much for all our listeners. If you can rate and share it, that really helps us with um, growing people's uh, knowledge and awareness of the whole thing. Get in um, touch over Christmas. Drop us a mail. Yeah, Let us do. know how horrible it's going. We'll all, we'll all be in the jacks on, yeah, yeah. on the Dadcast Twitter account. <laughs> we'll have an unofficial <laughs> meeting at 2 o'clock. Plus, even spell anything. <laughs> It'll make the first couple of episodes of 2020 very easy to put together if we have a, l- a lot of built-in material right. and frustration that our listeners have had built over Christmas. Uh, happy Christmas. See you in the new year. Good luck. Dad pod. Well, this is a video thing as well. What have a name? Podcast. Midlife crisis. Howdy daddy. Mm. Midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Dadcast. That's not bad, actually. Yeah.